What's going on, everybody? This is Success Layers, and uh, I'm Blue Hair Dave. Big Sean on the mic. Yo, and uh, what we're doing today is we are talking about, well, first of all, we're videotaping this. So if you're watching, you can watch this on YouTube. Uh, you see we have our fancy table here and our sponsored drinks by Badass Coffee and Bang. Bang. We will be sponsored by Bang. Bang. Actually, you know what? It's if your fun. heart's not racing enough, go for a bang. Well, I, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for real, though, I, I honestly use this more for, for like computer work and tech work mm-hmm. than I do in the gym. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. It, it says uh, potent brain and body fuel. Interesting. They put brain first, so obviously it's like hmm. slash Coke or something. Okay, here. Do me a favor. You see those three knobs <laughs> on the little little thing to the right? See the three, three knobs, knobs on the right top? The one that's got the light on, a white light? Yep. Yeah. Go to the left. That one. Turn it all the way to the left. Okay. Much better, right? Ready to rock. And then turn the one next to it all the way up. To the right. Yep. All right. Ready to go. Yes. There we go. Ready to go. All right. So uh, we had we had like a phase going. Lock and loaded. It was a phase going. I went through a phase. You know that one time in college. Anyway, um, so we're gonna talk about stop dwelling on uh, failure and look for all the open doors that are out there. And uh, when I have in my on our list of uh of the eleven things uh when you're trying to work for yourself that you'll fuck up. And how not to do it, and uh, I think it's like number five on there. What is it on the list? Number four. Number four. So counting, cl- stop counting closed doors, and instead look for all the open doors. And this is something that happens to a lot of people. Most of these things on this list, we've gone over a couple before, like paralysis by analysis and worrying about what the haters think. These are all self-sabotaging because you choose how you react to them. Instead of uh, letting the world uh, tell you what to do or how to do it, you really just control yourself. And that's the most powerful thing that you have control over because it's the only thing you have control over. And people like to dwell on things that they have zero control over because it's easier instead of self-reflection. Uh, and the other thing is, is people look for like a way out. So when you get one rejection, they're afraid to go for any other ones. But what are the odds that everybody's going to say yes? It's zero on anything, right? I True. Mean, so who, nobody bats 100, 100 times. It just doesn't happen. Unless you're Russell Brunson. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, well, yeah, I'm sure he's had stuff that didn't work. He just got rid of it and went for the next thing. That he did. Um, and so that's what this is about. Um, it's uh, going to go over like you know techniques and what you should be doing uh, in order to look for the open doors out there. And it's kind of self-explanatory. Well, I think you just shouldn't dwell on the no. First time you, second time, third time you hear that word no, don't worry about it. Who cares? I mean, e- even even if even if it's a 10, 15, 20 no's, you're going to get it right. Your rhetoric, your talking, your speech, the way you yes. look, your appearance, everything, everything will get better. Um, we were just talking the other day in the gym and okay. um, I was doing a pitch thing and Dave's like, it's a bit like repetition. The better and better, you kind of do it all the time in the gym, right? The better mm-hmm. and better you do at pitching, the more and more efficient you get at it. Mm-hmm. So, and, and um, if you guys start kind of tuning in a little bit more, I'll, maybe I'll put my first pitch online. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. And Dave's like, dude, oh, this is not even a, this, yeah. is not, this is not good. Yeah, I think maybe for another podcast, what we'll do is, is we'll actually go over like, how to do a video pitch and what not to do and what to do. I mean, yeah, I think that's huge because everyone, uh, 
I think not everyone, but hopefully everyone has something that they came up with and they want to sell it. You know what I mean? Whether whether you watch Shark Tank all the time and you got that Shark Tank idea and you're like, dang, how do I how do I put this in motion? Well, listen up. Cause this is how this is how step by step to do that. Yeah, we'll do that in maybe the next podcast. Uh and this That's one, a huge one. Since we're talking about the uh the no's and the S's was a pitch because the pitch has a lot to do with it. Now, this is for all entrepreneurs out there, not just marketers, but that's our experience. Is mar- well, really, I mean, marketing works for any business, and it's important. So, because Sean's main deal is not necessarily marketing, it's it's you know with the training and helping people. Uh, but what good is that unless people are there to be helped, right? Well, or, so- or exactly, or who you can get in front of? Because I mean. I was uh, I was talking to one of my other clients today about this, and she was trying to sell uh, her clothes and things like that. Mm-hmm. And she does nothing, zero for marketing. I was like, I was like, damn, not even say her name, but I was like, how do you expect people to know what your clothing brand even is if you don't let people know? Yeah, marketing. Super, what what good? She's is, like, I'm, she's yeah. like, I only got one sale, and I'm like, well, how many people? How many people did you tell? And she's like, well, besides the social media, I was like, do you have paid social ads? No. Do you have? And I was like, well, let me tell you something. Those Facebook geniuses over there aren't let you going to get a piece of their customer basis unless you throw them a little something, something. So you need to pay for those ads. Yeah. No matter what your technique is. Otherwise, they are not going to let you, you know, touch their that. That's how that's their uh, income. So if you're listening to this and you're wondering why your products aren't selling, on your social sites, it's one because you're not paying for ads. Mm. Now the expense of those ads is all on you. How much you should do a day, blah blah blah. But yeah, that's a funny thing. Oh, you know what? I gotta sync this up, so I gotta find this eventually. So I'm gonna go three, two, one. Okay, I just did that because what I'm gonna, I have to sync the video to the audio of this because it's not live. Oh, perfect. Um, so I'll have to find that at six, almost seven minutes in. Remember that. And then I'll sync up the uh, audio and the thing to it. Anyway, so um, what uh, what Sean was just saying, it totally makes sense. That's a, that's, that's, a, that's a funny thing. We haven't even thought about that is, is there's a lot of people out there that teach free techniques online like SEO and things. Here's the thing with when you're doing free. It might last for a little bit, but Facebook is going to want their money. Uh, Instagram, which is Facebook, is going to want their money. They're not going to let you get away with free advertising forever, like influencers, right? They're now they're taking away likes. They didn't do that so everybody has a better psychological movement because right. that was their excuse. Well, that's a bunch of bullshit. Um, they're doing that because that takes away an influencer's way to gauge when they just for people. So if they advertise something, and here's the thing, influencers generally work on you hope it works. Whereas what I do is, it's called CPA marketing or performance marketing, where I only get paid if it works. If somebody buys something, you you give me, you pay me. And that way there's complete trust. Somebody bought something, everybody's happy. Influencers, you're just like, well, I hope they reach this many people. But what good is reaching this people if they don't buy your product or look at your product or like it, right? So that's the big debate and face and they used to judge that by doing uh by doing facebook likes and so if you look at the likes and they say oh i got a thousand likes that means people looked at my thing no it doesn't it means that they maybe had a bot Hi. that uh going live live we're live in the in the home going studio. live on my own facebook as well guys so okay all right well, there you go you can hold hopefully maybe some everyone's tuning in Getting some knowledge from the. I call Dave the Wizard for all who don't know. If I if I refer to someone as the Wizard, I don't have a wizard hat. That's the Wizard. I don't have a wizard hat. So, tune in. What's up? But 
Yeah, everyone, um, check out the podcast. Um, check out, it'll be on <coughs> YouTube here shortly. Look, he's cross-promoting while he's on a podcast. Is that illegal? Is that, you guys need to multitask. Is that multitasking you, at its finest? You might you might break the uh, universe time continuum if you keep doing that. Uh, that might break a law of physics. <laughs> cross-promoting <laughs> on a Facebook Live while doing a podcast that is on YouTube. You see, guys, multitask. That you might, be, that you might just be listening to on uh, on uh, iTunes. Last generation used to say multitasking is chewing gum at the same time. No. We no, blow that out of the no, water he now. Can, he can Facebook Live while podcasting and chewing gum. <laughs> 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 Winner. All right. So um, when we're talking about, let's get back to the closed doors. Uh, we talked about, we just covered how Facebook uh, wants to, uh, it's not going to be free for long is what I'm saying. So it might work for six months. It might work for a year, but they're going to shut that down. Everything that any marketers ever gotten away with where they built paid, maybe get an audience and then it was free that point on that's going to get run out of the door. YouTube is still good for that because people go there to learn. Uh, but it's not working on Facebook, and it's not going to work on uh, everything. Even YouTube, you get problems. That kid Ryan, YouTube's biggest earner. Oh, last that's year. right, the kid who's opening packages. Yeah, he got in a little bit of trouble. What happened? The, the feds are coming after his parents because they didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't. Uh, what do you call? Uh, to pay taxes? No, no, I don't. Well, no, they. I hope they did. They just they, took bribes to, from all the toy companies. Yeah, when you're in four, when you're listed in four, pocketed the money <laughs> for your income. You should, you should probably claim that. Um. Uh, they um, they didn't uh, display that they were paid to review the toys, and that's a law. Really? So if yeah, so if you're like, uh, you have to oh, have a disclaimer man. that says Ryan was paid five million dollars by Walmart to review these toys somewhere on that page, or or not five. Ryan was paid to to do this. Uh, that's chintzy. Because I don't know. well, because they're really just paid advertising. Of course, yeah. So, I mean, what do you? I mean, you got to be a straight. Uh-huh. Not to know that You know what I mean Well yeah So they didn't They didn't do that Now they're in trouble So they're gonna get A bunch of fines I bet Wow Yeah Well yeah. I, I wouldn't have Known that either I'd Ryan been, on I would have been Pumped my kid Just made 20 million Well I'm sure They're happy They made 20 million Opening toys I'm sure they'll pay The 400,000 in fines Or whatever What's America coming to Yeah Well cause people Think that the Kardashians Really use these products And they don't realize That they're just Paid to put them on So that's why well, unless it's your own. Now product. you know. It's funny once you know marketing and you kind of look behind. Like, there's always a hidden agenda in everything. There's a reason someone is doing what they're doing. There always is. Like, okay, for us, right? So, what is the purpose of us doing a podcast besides? Okay, so it's fun. First of all, it's cool. I kind of, I kind of like it. It's fun to You're do. Cool so now we're on camera, right? So it's like it's it's even cool. I'm looking at myself right now. I'm like, hey. So I get to pretend like I'm a newscaster, like, and the weather today, Bob. You get to pretend I'm super important right yeah. now. So, but you know, just all three listeners, they agree with you. No, they, they agree with you. They really do. Um, but but what's really the main point? It's visibility, right? So, um, we do two different things. Um, and there's an age difference, so we have two different outlooks on things. Huge. Well, I would say we our perspective is obviously. I mean, you've definitely have the more wiser view on things because you've been around a bit longer than me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I feel like I have the young tenacity energy. Yes. To just full RPM. Yes. That's what I do. Yeah. Well, we're different, <laughs> we're in different uh, parts of our life cycles, right? So, so it's a different perspectives on things. We actually do agree on most things, so that's why. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. Um. 
Quit, quit your whining. Uh, <laughs> See through all this just, bullshit. Just, just do it. Just get your shit done um, kind of thing. But uh, so, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, I'd so, say we all had a pretty cool, I mean, I don't say cool, but we we got some stories growing up from our uh, uh, childhood well, for sure. Poor child if you didn't have good stories. Uh, you'd be surprised though because I literally, and it's funny because like when I meet new people, I'm like, what you know, what are you doing here? And they're like, oh, um, I just graduated from um, California Technical Institute. I'm like, what the f- like what? Well, I'm sure he like, had some stories from there. He's just not telling you about the. I mean, about the crazy <laughs> party and togas with the you know the donkey or whatever. You know, no donkey parties. No. Um, I mean, I don't know. But the purpose of this podcast is really visibility, and if people uh, first we like to, but ultimately there's a purpose behind it. Uh, if you're into marketing and you want to learn more, sure, maybe I'll sell a course or two from the podcast. Maybe somebody will want Sean's help on something. But otherwise, it's just free information on things of people that have done it or are going through it or are working through it. And uh, you want to have somebody who has a measure of success in the industry. Um, and I think that's where we bring two perspectives. Because, yeah. You know. You know what I've been learning a lot, too, uh, um, since we're talking about perspective. A little bit more that I've learned on sales and kind of life is a sale. Whether you're trying to convince your wife to do something, whether you're, uh, you know, trying to convince someone to go out to a certain restaurant, whether you're trying to get someone to uh, do something for you, whether you're trying to sell something, everything is a sale. You're trying to convince, manipulate with your rhetoric, convince someone to do something. Whether or not you want to admit it, even like, right. Oh, it's all. Like, oh, it's I don't all. do that. Well, yes, you do. Yes, oh, I do it all yes, the time, and I'm, I'm not yes, going to openly admit it. But oh yeah, I'll, I'll use I'll use some sick tactics if I'm trying to convince you why we're friends mm-hmm. no. <laughs> i know I, I, there is there is like my tactic is is like take my advice or don't i don't care right? mine is take then, it or i'll break your fucking leg and then that you know that actually that actually works because it's like because i don't need you know what i mean it's like it's, if somebody's like hey like the car salesman's sweaty and he's like desperate to sell you a car yeah you're like you know that's that's not me well that's how my uh, well for me anyway that's uh, i was back to the break your leg that's a bit how my kind of training style is it's like i know my shit works i've been doing it for damn 12 years so it's not that it doesn't work. You don't work. Mm-hmm. It's you. You aren't working. You lazy sack of shit. You know what I mean. So he's got away with his clients. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's kind of a love. Actually, no. They. All, I was gonna say love you hate. Lazy but, uh, sack of shit. Yeah. Have you guys heard that before? Probably. I don't know. Crickets. I don't think you've ever called me a lazy sack of shit. Probably not. No. 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 What'd you lazy for? Well, I definitely lazy. <laughs> everybody's lazy everyone's lazy everybody's lazy everybody's stupid and lazy uh, you know I, I read a great uh, it was a great quote it was um no one can stay motivated 100 percent of the time you don't know anyone i don't know anyone uh-huh. however mm-hmm. you can stay disciplined 100 percent of the time and that means showing up when you don't want to there's gonna be days especially uh i mean i can i can of course i can relate everything to gym but say if in life in business if your job whatever it may be you have to wake up on days or or stay out longer or work harder on days that you don't want to. You know why? Because it's good for you. It's going to get you from A to B. And I hope you guys know where B is because if all you're doing is treading water, you don't have a goal, you're getting nowhere. Yeah, being lazy is a habit and so is not being lazy. So choose which habit you want to do. Very true. Yeah. And you break it and then after a couple of weeks, you start doing the other habit. And uh, you just got to show up. I make myself a rule of the gym. I So I just got to go. And if I last ten minutes and I'm not, I feel terrible. I can leave. Right. I, I usually don't. In fact, I almost never do. 
So it's a lie you tell yourself. Just go for 10 minutes. And after you're there for 10 minutes, you're like, oh, I can do another 10. That is funny I can do another say 10. that. I can do another 10. Okay. I have the same thing when I do computer work. Yeah. I look at the computer and I'm like, bitch, we're going to war right now. Because I, I mean, you can probably hear about the way I talk. I'm a physical specimen. I'm not a, I, like it takes me a while to sit down and convince myself that I need to sit still for more than five minutes and focus on some some kind of device that I can't crush. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that sounds so meatheadish, and I understand you're absolutely right. But there's another side that I'm trying to master. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. how I go about it. I'm like, all right, Sean, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And when I get there, I'm on a roll. And I just crank, and by the time I look into my phone, it's like two or three hours later, and I'm like, "Bam, yes, yeah, crushed it." So we're trying to do this opposite, almost. Like I'm very familiar with. Yeah, you're a master on the computer. computer. <laughs> and I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep my mid forties self getting better shape. It's so, funny how life works. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, so it's, but it's the same. It's, it's very true though. Discipline that's required for both. You have to. You well, have you can to. You do anything you want. If, if there's people that learn how to play violin when they're fifty, you know, true. It's just it's not. You don't have this. It's never too late to start something. And there's old people learning how to walk. I have a guy named Howard. Whatever. Um, he has MS. He's 83 years old. He's learning how to walk, and he can walk without his cane now. He's walking up and down curbs. Mm-hmm. And I've trained him for a year now. And he's like, Sean, I can do better now than I ever have. He has this, uh, we call it Sparky. It's this device that sparks up a muscle when mm-hmm. he needs to move. He doesn't even wear it anymore. Oh, wow. It's huge. Wow, that's that's incredible. Incredible. I'm like, brother, you're getting new neural patterns, new everything. 83. That's gnarly. That is. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. You see, it's, it's never too late. Never. To, there's people, I, there's people actually in, in marketing. There's actually... It's all ages. There's kids that are 18, 19, and there's people that are, I don't know about 80, but there's, a, I know there's 65-year-olds that uh, I work with, um, and it's not too late to, to learn something. As long as you can see a screen or whatever and wear some glasses and no. wear, your, wear your readers. You know what I've noticed, too, though, is the unwillingness to learn after the college years. Like, people just shut down like, I'm done learning. Now, granted, I didn't go through that whole four, eight, whatever year BS I, I I feel like okay, everyone has a difference per- perspective. This is somewhere where we disagree. Here we have a different perspective yes. on this one. He I believe learning for the sake of learning is stupid. I believe learning for the sake of a purpose and implying the knowledge directly mm-hmm. is money. For me anyway. Here's why. Back me up here. I only have, and for all you other um, <clears throat> meatheads listening, here's here's my point behind this. I only have so much megabyte storage. We're not even working with gigabytes, all right, up top. So <laughs> <laughs> I need to fill that with very practical information. Uh-huh. If I apply it in my life directly, we're a direct marketing team right now. Either I apply it now or it's useless. I forget. Okay. And that's and that's just how it goes. So I, I understand that. So, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I do like learning about, uh, you know, I'm actually a World War II buff. I think you are too. Oh, yeah. I like World War oh, II. I, I was watching it. those oh, yeah. documentaries oh, yeah. like crazy. It's great. Yeah. But so there's, and you know well, what? Okay. You're not going to make money with that. What are you doing? You're wasting space. Very Sean. true. Okay. I, and I thought of that. I was like, wow, am I learning for the sake of learning right now? Did I really turn on a World War II documentary? Mm-hmm. All, all I can say is, I'm, I'm, you must be gaining megabyte storage. See, up I, top. Feel I don't like, know. I think I'm getting smarter. I feel That's like, all I, say. I feel like 
that there is a limited number of bandwidth that you can intake in any certain given area. Don't get me wrong. Some people have a way bigger space. Like but, there are turbo smart people just well, you also process. Have, you also have storage on a hard drive. So just because you're learning doesn't mean it has to chase something out. You just store it for later. And okay, well, well I, I don't think. have a store for later, okay? And I think this is proven with science, even though I'm not a scientist and I can't prove it scientifically, but I think it could be proven, or it has. <laughs> um, you like that circular reasoning? Uh-oh. Um, but I believe that the more you learn and the more you exercise your brain, the more capacity your brain gets. Okay. Guess what they say now is the best exercise for your brain? Who's they? The people. The people. The people say I'm the best. <laughs> Which people? The people. The people. We're gonna we're gonna use. If you don't know the people. I'm sorry. We're gonna use modern politics uh, from now on the, for our marketing. The, the people. We, we actually discussed this, and we should do a whole episode. On we this. should do it's because great. Uh, the current president, no matter what your affiliation is, is look. I'm not an. I'm not. He's a, an I'm, expert marketer. I'm not a big Donald Trump fan, but the guy is a wizard at marketing. In marketing, because he 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 makes claims where you kind of can't get sued for him because he just says <laughs> the people say they say they say it doesn't say like clinically proven to do. He just says the people. Nobody and then knows you, digital then marketing. You ask better who, than I who do. the people are. He's like. Just the people. I can't tell you now because you're not good enough to understand this, but I'll tell you when you're ready. And that's what he does. And he just makes up. You can make up anything you want. Where'd you get your diploma? First grade? The Come people, on. The people say I'm the smartest. Who says that? Yeah. People everywhere are saying this. People all around. There's people. I heard them. I'm gonna take my Sharpie out in a second. And that's all you need to say because like, in a commercial, I, I'm pretty sure because you're not making like, it's like an opinion. It's like saying like, what, you know, like on boxes and it says uh, natural. Right, I've, I've I've started to use it or, myself. Or fresh, like you're allowed. Like there's no there's no like. Oh, you want, so I I healthy. Uh, I don't know if uh, the healthier word, like, but I think natural. Everything says natural on it because it's it wasn't made in bleep blorp 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 universe, right? So it's it's from nature. It's true, <laughs> right? I mean, uh, I mean, like uh, like cocaine cut with gasoline is natural because it's a plant with gasoline and gasoline comes from the earth, right? So I believe they call that bam bam. Uh, whatever you know what I mean, like so. <laughs> It's everything's natural, and I don't think there's like a guideline on natural. I could be wrong. Send send hate mail to uh, Pro Trainer Sean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, so collecting anyway, hate mail. So, uh, so I guess we're off topic here. Let's talk about the closed doors and uh, fears. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, but you can learn a lot from that guy as far as his rhetoric goes. Rhetoric. We just did. Yeah, we just um, okay, so that is rhetoric. Oh, big time. Yeah. And I and I believe you with rhetoric can convince someone to do whatever you want. So if they're not convinced, you're not using the right terms. Uh, I don't think anything, but you can you anything. Have more success. Anything. I don't think so. No. No. Well, you're not that good then. You haven't been married. <laughs> well, there are circumstances. Honey, we're gonna try. No, no, we're not. Okay. All right. What's so, next? Uh, yeah. No one knows. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, um. So your breakthroughs. Um, just imagine some because some people always say like, oh, that the door closed on this or whatever. Now just imagine that your life, everything you do, when you walk outside of a door or inside of a door or you're in your house or on a computer or you're interfacing with a human anywhere in any fashion whatsoever, there are opportunities out there. If you're a door-to-door salesman and you walk down the street, you see one, two, three, you just look at every house as an opportunity. Um, If you're job searching, there are millions of jobs probably listed or hundreds of thousands. Those are each an opportunity. Just because one person says no or not right now doesn't mean that 
that isn't first of all that doesn't mean that that's not an opportunity they just said no first okay and what uh, a lot of people find that is is you'll eventually turn that into a yes anyway um, especially if it's looking for a job or whether they want to buy something from you or maybe it's just it's no at that second 10 minutes later it might be different a day later it might be different but what people dwell on is the failure so they have one failure or they consider it a failure when somebody with the right mindset considers a Oh, I guess that's not right now. And let's figure out later or now why that wasn't right now and go to the next one. And then you keep trying. You keep swinging at batting practice. You're not going to find somebody who's good at hitting a baseball that swings once, misses, and says, oh, I give up. I'm eight years old. I didn't hit the baseball the first time. Uh, the coach threw it to me. I quit. But that's literally what people do in as, as adults in the, in the business world. And I think kids need to learn the challenge of working to achieve something. And a lot of people don't, and they grow up to be adults that just give up right away. And it's crazy. So, or, okay. Dave has a kid, so that's how his perspective is, but I'm from a young person's perspective. Or, what do you, <laughs> that's it. We're fighting. <laughs> um, but I, I just think that the struggles of life also, are kind of what teaches you the lessons that you learn and how you are as an adult and how you come out to be. Cause I mean, I can tell when someone's been through a really hard time in their life, they have a different, a different walk view, look everything. And I can tell when someone's just a fluff ball mm-hmm. and it's never seen the dark side of, you know what I mean? Or who has never been to rock bottom. And I think once you hit rock bottom, you decide I'm fucking done with this shit. At least I did. I feel I was, like most people fold though. No, no. You- okay. Do they see that's to me is weird. I was living homeless out of my fucking car before. So I've, I've known this and I, but you're a special specimen as you said. I mean, yeah. Okay. The only thing I've, I've, how did you learn that? Um, I've always had a desire to gym taught me discipline since the day I was in shit. They called me fat Sean in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Or no, even before that middle school. Um, and I was, and I vowed at that point that there is nothing because every single person who's a stature, the rock, uh, mine was Flex Lewis. I put this on whatever they have. Those Dave, do you have a genie? Has a, you know what I mean? They have a command. They have, they command the audience without saying a word. Mm-hmm. They walk into the room and they just respect. Mm-hmm. They don't even have to say anything. You just know, and and that isn't. You don't you don't get taught that. That is life coming at you hard and you got to go places you don't want to go you got to see shit you don't want to see and don't get me wrong people are like or well my mom anyways like why did you have to take such a hard path and i'm like mom you act like i see two roads i saw one and it was and my dad was a hard ass like he we did not we butted heads and uh i so i was on my own when i was 18 and don't get me wrong that was probably one of the best things ever to happen to me because i learned how to live Mm-hmm. I learned how to how to survive, and it was rough at Flappy first. Wings. I learned, and I learned hard the hard way. I was learning out of my car, learning how to sleep on people's houses, and I don't forget those people to this day. Still, some of my best friends, you know, let me sleep on their couch, mm-hmm. and I didn't. And I wasn't a bum though. I didn't sleep on the couch and hang out all day. Folded my shit up. You didn't feel sorry for yourself. No, folded my shit up. Graciously thanked them in the morning and left about my day. Mm-hmm. Crushed it. Did what I had to do. Came home. Folded my shit up, and and you know what I mean, and. And I finally, when I was, I think 18, I got my own place and I, and I was like, wait, do I have like my own shit right now? 
Like, do I have my own room? And from one, and that was one of the biggest changing spots too. Like, holy shit! Like, I have my own stuff, and I never want my own stuff to be taken. You know what I mean? Like, even if all I have is a small corner of a corner, I don't even care. It's mine. Mm-hmm. It's my corner. So now I can finally think about expanding that. But that's kind of how I I was so down when I was like, man, I don't have anything. Like, I don't have a dollar to my freaking name. I, 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 my wheels are about to fall off my car. Like, what the fuck? Something needs to change. You know what I mean? And there's nothing but hard work. Think yourself out of the situation. And I promise you, whether you're like, oh, should I do this? Do it. Do it. If there's a minor thought in your head, oh, will this help? Do it. Do it. Do it. And I finally got a job at a gym when I was 18 years old. It was LA Fitness. I was there for six, seven years. Um, but that was kind of how I moved myself up. And I had this shit shift. I was there four in the damn morning. It was like, and I was like, what are you saying? People work out at four in the morning? Like, go to sleep. Yeah. But yeah, I had that. And and um, it's funny. I was just watching the movie. Um, it was uh, Wolf of Wall Street. The first um, um, firm he goes to, he's like, do you accept being a fucking peon? Do you accept being the lowest piece of dirt? And you have to accept that. Yes, I did. I will take that 4 a.m. shift. I'll take it at 2 in the morning. I'll be there overtime. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And that's the mentality you have to take. If you are down anything, anything that matters, be there. And I, and that, I, I think, uh, you know, really set the line, toe the line. Because I was like, man, I'm done being homeless. I'm done having nothing. So I think that really lit the fire for me in the in the first uh, called the first quarter. Yeah. So I I think uh, there's got to be a way to help people learn that because you learned it somewhere along the lines. Yeah, well, I learned it by pain, I guess, being hungry, being homeless, well, yeah, being but, living but, out of my car. But, but you were like, "Fuck this! I'm not gonna. I'm, this is not. This is not gonna define me for the rest. This is one point in my life. I'm gonna change it from here on out." I think most people, or many people at least, crumble up. They sit on, they go to their friend's couch for four months. I was going to say, but okay, what other, what they, other options could you They watch Netflix, smoke pot all day, and then they end up at the back of their parents, and they, then their parents take them okay, for what a if, year, okay, what and if, you smoke dope at your parents, and then your parents kick you out. Okay, you know, exactly. You know so I got in a fight with my dad, and so that's kind of how I left. You know, in, in an alpha male house, if you butt heads with the other alpha and win, it doesn't it doesn't uh, bode well for you. So I got a ticket, one-way get ticket the out, out. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So he's like, you're a big dog now? Get the fuck out. Uh-huh. Exactly. So, um, and then no option to come back. There is no, there is no comeback. So once your friend says, okay, man, uh, you've been here like a month and a half. Mm-hmm. What are you, what are you doing? And you're like, oh, fuck. Uh-huh. So I already thought about that, I guess, a little bit down the road. Uh-huh. What am what am I going to do? Like, unless you're doing something like, good Lord. I mean, no one's going to do it for you. No. And like, that's why, cause I, I've seen this a bunch and most, like, maybe it's what I noticed. Maybe I don't notice the people that are picking themselves up because because they don't they're not sitting there bitching about it, right? Or they're too embarrassed to talk about it. But you notice the people that are just not doing anything to change their life. You know what I mean? It blows. Now, I don't away. have sympathy don't for those people. It. Though that's the thing is, it's like I won't help those people either. No, and I don't get it. But if if you're if you're hustling and you hit rock bottom and then but you're working sixty hours a week. I'll damn well. I'll help you. As well, I will help you. I'll give you money. I, I will give you a place to stay. Maybe it's like you know, because mm-hmm. I know it's not permanent. It's, and you're and you're, but if you're, everything you can do around the clock yeah. to get it done. Yeah, but if you're just sitting there playing video games, yeah, I don't, I don't get that. and not doing shit. It's like no, motherfucker. It's, shit, I haven't played video games in years. So I wish I could still play them. 
Dude, I suck. I noticed that the other day. I, was I, was, like, I used to be good at him. Now my kid I was like, man, I went over to my buddy's house and he was playing, and I was just like, dude, it, I looked at the screen. I was like, what? Like, how do you? Like they well, you know, the the learning curve to be good at that game, like if if you were to spend and hear me out here, guys, if you were to spend the amount of time you took to do the learning curve of Mm -hmm. Call of Duty, you'd be making a hundred thousand dollars online by now. You know what happened to me? Because I used used to spend a lot when I was really broke, I it also was the same time I was playing a lot of video games. My wife is somewhere in the house. She can attribute to this. (laughs) Um so um, when I started doing getting into the marketing is when the video game slid away because I didn't have the time and it was also the enough computer time. So I could spend my time on a computer puzzle solving on a video game or puzzle solving with something that would actually go ching to ching to ching to ching. And for me, it almost I don't need to play video games. I was like now. an epiphany. <laughs> I don't need to play video games now because I don't get paid to play video games. No. And you're still you're problem solving at one doing both of these things. So instead of playing video games for three hours a night, learn to do digital marketing. My advice I do digital marketing. It's the same exact pleasure you'll get, except this one pays you fucking money. And, and instead of getting a sniper shot, you just got yeah. 10 yeah. Gs on the way. Yeah, instead of getting some medal for sniper, uh, best sniper, uh, whatever, you actually get paid money in your bank account. Okay, so. You can go take a trip yeah. to Fiji if you want. It How about really, that? It actually, it gives me the same, uh, it's the same pleasure receptors. Or I, I would think it would be a little bit more, you know? It's the same part of my brain that it, it scratches. Yeah. So I guess that's why I don't do it. I'm glad the video gamers don't know that. What? That, that that's the same uh, you know itch that oh, it scratches. There's, there's plenty of room. Dude, it's, They're all just like, wait a second. It's like a, it's like a three hundred billion dollar industry. There's so much room. Well, I, it's I like a euphoric, like it, it just mm-hmm. kind of the just. Meh. So oh yeah, well you do. I mean, with the marketing, I, I just space out, and the next thing you know, it's four hours later. And right, I'm like, right, right. Oh, I just did all that. Um, but with the subject matter we're talking about, with looking for the open doors, that's another thing. People are always like, well, the one thing I tried to do online didn't work out. Well, maybe you pick some shit thing from some guy that doesn't know what the hell he's talking about to do, and you didn't even implement it all the way, right? Um, just because that didn't work doesn't mean there's, uh, it, there's like I said, it's a three hundred billion plus dollar industry, and that grows the more that people get into it, and the more people sell and reach on the internet. So there's room for everybody, especially well, you, because most of our audience is probably English speaking in the United States or Canada. Oh, and by the way, Singapore. I see you out there. I see the stats. We have listeners. We have a lot of listeners in Singapore. What up, Singapore? Because so, Singapore's going up. Well, Singapore Big has- Big Sean, big love. Because Singapore's got a real good educational system there, and they're really good with the digital marketing. So those guys know what they're doing. So- they're getting smart. Americans are getting lazy. I'll throw it out there. Oh, getting lazy. Actually have been for a while. <laughs> Especially my younger generation. That's why. That's why we're talking about this. Hey, I don't. I don't hold. That's why ba- we have my, this list. I don't claim the millennials. They are not my squad. I do not vibe. No. If you're millennial and you're an emotional sob, I personally like avocado toast. <laughs> I, yeah. I really do. I really do. But I was yeah. e- I was eating it in 1994. Mfers. <laughs> when I worked the surf shop in La Jolla, one of my jobs uh, in college was I worked at a surf shop, and uh, there was a French bakery that was like two doors down. This was in La Jolla, so it was hoity toity. But I was dead ass broke. But I mean, I worked in fancy La Jolla, and uh, the only thing I could afford to eat for lunch if I didn't bring it, and of course I never remember to bring because I was it was hard enough for me to get to work on time. You know, like. Waking up from the night before, blah, 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 blah. And uh, so <laughs> they give you a loaf of bread and avocados used to be cheap in California, believe it or not. Uh, yeah, they're, they weren't oh. a dollar. They were like 
20 cents or something back then or 15 cents. And uh, so they give you a whole thing of avocado for like a buck and then a loaf of bread for a dollar. And so I get this loaf of bread and, uh, and they had lemons they put in it. And so they give you a thing of avocado and you just smear that lemon avocado with pepper on the toast. And that was my lunch every day. It was like $2. It was great. That's pretty. So now it's popular. Millennial of you. Well, this was in 1990. This was Gen X, man. This is, this is <laughs> grunge, man. This is, this is when in utero was out or whatever. I would have vibe, like vibe way, way more in your uh, era for sure. It was incredible. It was. It really. It was the uh, all. We all were fascinated with the summer of love when we grew up. So like 1969 was like, oh, we wish we were, lived in 1969. Like Jimi Hendrix and Woodstock. That's why we had another one. So people my age, we wanted to be grow up in the late 60s, early 70s, and so we just made our own version of that in the 90s. And it was like that. It was slightly just, more violent though. Oh, there were riots, but there were riots in the late 60s, too. Same thing. Oh, I guess, yeah. yeah. But. Oh, yeah, the Watts riot and all that stuff was on the, yeah. So it was. It, we basically repeated what the hippies did, kind of, except with baggy pants, uh, chain wallets, and grunge. I like the grunge. And Genko pants, and then the rave thing. Yeah, now the rave thing's bigger than ever. Thinks raves were big back then, yeah, right. Yeah, it was... All right. Um, last thing uh, I kind of wanted to go over too is I am going to be doing a pitch here. I want you guys to kind of um, stay updated. I'll tell you guys how it went. Oh yeah. I got the wizard. He's going to help me out. It's going to take a little bit. Hopefully, just ten here's fifteen a- minutes if I kill it. So here's what we're going to do. So stay tuned for the next episode after this, and uh, Sean's going to do a video sales lander pitch, and then. Uh, we're going to talk about what he did right and what he did wrong. So we'll have a whole podcast on how to do a video sales lander pitch or even just a pitch to this is for the upsell, right? Yeah. Okay. So this is for the upsell. So what he's doing is, is a funnel and he's doing a free, free in the beginning, right? No, I think it's seven bucks. Is it seven bucks? I believe so. So he's charging $7 for a product, uh, I like the freemium model myself, but um, I mean, I think it's important. Okay, to fine. We'll, we'll, you. No, it. we'll try both. It. You try both, and yeah, yeah, split, uh, split see how many emails. We'll see what it costs you per sale. Eventually, it's going to be cheaper the free one. And uh, so we'll see. The seven dollar works only if you have a brand that's very popular. Okay, fine. I'll go free then. Okay, so he's the wizard. Um, see, we're learning already, right? Um, and <laughs> so it, this is where okay, I gave you all this free stuff. How about doing this faster? smarter, quicker, better with my assistance. And then there's a, a continuity product, which is where somebody helps you. No one knows transformations better than I do. Yeah, so if you want to transform, Sean's going to help you because he can go from big Nobody. to tiny to big to tiny. All the people are talking. All the, all the people say that he... Everybody the is The people talking. say that he's the best at transformation. Every person everywhere. The people say it. The best. The best. He's the best. He's done more. Bigger, he, badder. He's done more. Fantastic. In his, he's done more in his 10 years than, Amazing. Any, than any other trainer he thinks. Because people people tell him this. People they are say, talking. Pe- the people are talking that he does more it's than, what anybody, I've heard. than anybody. He's it's done what the I've best. Better, more than George Washington. That's all I've heard. So That's all he's <laughs> So we're going to come back for the next episode, so stay tuned. We'll probably release it a day uh, or two later, uh, and he's going to do his sales lander, and we're going to talk about things that you should do and you shouldn't do when you're doing a video sales lander uh, for an upsell. For everyone who um, doesn't know the techno jargon, it, it took me a while. Can I tell you something? It took me like a year 
to be able to decode what you're saying. Is that because oh, you VSL video sales lander? Because you because you use all the shit, and I'm just like, dude. Now I get it. But before I was like, gosh, too fast, bro. You got all these acronyms for everything. You got to freaking figure them out. So pretty much what I'm doing is I'm making a, an ad, and once I, the ad is already there, so now I'm doing the one-time offer. We're gonna call it to get me to help you coach and <clears throat> get your offer off there, or excuse me, get you from A to B as fast as I can. Um, and more or less, I'm kind of so fears writing the script the rhetoric the repetition the fails you know um being persistent with it so this is my what fourth time trying this um so just so you guys have a background i've been to the park a bunch of times trying to film so i'm doing my own ad for my own everything my own cart i'm you know you, you don't need a fancy setup all you need no is i'm literally using my phone which this. is a 10xs you don't need a videographer you don't need anything in fact clean videos do much worse these holding it in your own hand over the selfie stick is the best way to make a video and advertise so if you guys are all hung up on like oh how do i make an ad how do i you know get people to look at my stuff do it just do it yourself do it. so do um it. yeah we'll, we'll um, keep you updated on that so i'm about to head outside i'm gonna get my last sip of bang and get crunk so stay tuned uh and i'm gonna do that three two one thing again just so i can sync this thing again but the next episode we're gonna have the do's and don'ts uh when you're trying to make a video sales lander or presentation which is basically a one to five minute long video that's trying to convince somebody to buy something that you're selling all right all three, right guys two one out Nice, bro. Stop these recording.